Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What's going on, Bulls Nation? Happy free agency day. Welcome into the CHGO Bulls podcast presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Across from me is the GOAT at Won't Gottlieb on Twitter. Below me, the fourth member of our crew is here rocking a CHGO swag. That's Mark. Follow him at MK Hoops. And down there in the other half of the basement, is Big Dave. Follow him at Bow BAWL Sports. Bow. We are at CHO underscore Bulls on Twitter. And we are live right now, just past the one hour mark into 2022 NBA free agency. And we are still waiting on our first Bulls related move. The most recent thing we've heard, Bulls related, is a tweet from Jake Fisher that Danilo Gallinari has narrowed down his choices between the Chicago Bulls and the Boston Celtics on a deal between 7 and $8 million annually on probably a two-year deal. That is where we are. Let's go around. <laughs> Will, I'll start with you. What is your state of mind right now? Because I'm freaking out a little bit. Well, let's zoom out a little bit. And I think the first thing we should really talk about here is Kevin Durant and how his trade request earlier in the day is going to just completely change everything else that goes on as I keep looking at my phone here to see if we get any notifications. Uh, that's going to completely change the landscape of the entire league. So any Rudy Gobert trades, any DeAndre Ayton trades, any big sign-in trades that you might have hoped for, all that's going to be put on pause until the KD uh, situation gets resolved. But that did not stop a ton of free agent madness right out of the gate. Um, cue all of the tampering jokes because all these deals were obviously done. And I just, I want to know, like, do you just have, does Adam Silver have to like see some emails and prove it? Like is, is, is uh, Shams scheduling 15 tweets within one minute of five o'clock buzzer, not evidence enough. Anyway, Give the Bulls their uh, pick back. Give the, the Bulls, Bulls their fucking pick back. <laughs> Everyone tampers. <laughs> the Bulls uh, have 
swung and missed on a lot of guys that I wanted. Hartenstein signed with the Knicks. Um, there's a whole list of guys, which I'm probably going to forget a bunch of at this point. But basically, they're left without a ton of options. And as you said, Matt, uh, Danil Gallinari seems to be uh, focused on his choice between the Celtics and the mm-hmm. Bulls. The Bulls are seeming to offer around 7 to $8 million annually, which would take up a big chunk of the mid-level exception and keep the Bulls under the luxury tax. Um, I have thoughts about Gallinari as a player, mm-hmm. but I've just already stressed myself out talking so much, so somebody else take over. <laughs> Dave, you want to break up the everyone's cranky and throw some sunshine in here? Oh, that's all I got, man. I don't know what else to throw at you. It's nothing but sunshine. I'm chilling. Um, join this free agency that's happening so far. Uh, as far as the Bulls, no, they haven't done anything yet. Um, wow, it's been three days. Oh, no, it's been an hour. My bad. Um, yeah, so I'm just waiting to see what they do and where the other pieces are falling because they are falling quickly. Uh, like Will said, I'm very interested to see who gets hit with tampering because it's, it's kind of crazy Like how many of these teams, you're like, yeah, him, 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 Knicks, Knicks, and more Knicks. Yes, yes, lots of tampering going on there. So I'm interested to see that. Very interested to see what KD ends up. Uh, that's going to be just – it's going to change everything, you know, wherever he goes. It's, it's changing everything. Whatever team you thought wasn't going to be a top-two team will immediately become a top-two team wherever he goes. Like, that's just what it's going to be. So I'm interested to see how that works out. Hopefully it's here in Chicago. Uh, probably not, but hopefully it happens that way. And, yeah, so I'm just sitting here chilling, enjoying free agency, and enjoying watching y'all <laughs> freak out and lose your minds and stuff. Starting well, with Matt going other, to the wheel and my man Mark. The thing we should probably hit on first before I forget is immediately we saw news of Jokic, Booker, and Beal signing massive extensions with their respective teams. Yeah. And we are still yeah. waiting. We have crickets on Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, Shams said that may not happen tonight. What's the, mm-hmm. the state of the union here in, in terms of level of concern, just like confusion? Because it seems like as uh, Troy Brown Jr. gets a deal with the Lakers on the minimum. Uh, hey, shout, shout out. out. Congratulations. Um, what are hey, we hey, Yes. <laughs> that is elite. That graphic is beautiful. That's amazing. That is elite. <laughs> oh, yes. So, so yes. far we got Tristan and Troy oh, in Big Dave's band. band. That's I right. The Lakers are going to actually send someone to pick him team. up at uh, – at LAX, or if they're going to make him get an Uber to the Staples Center, he's getting an Uber. <laughs> it'll be an Uber. It'll be an Uber black though, but he'll be he'll be getting an Uber. Well, uh, Mark, where do you come in on what Will just brought up, which is that all of these other All Stars staying with their teams, their signings got announced right away, and Zach still crickets. Well, maybe maybe Zach's just waiting to see if the if the Bulls land Gallinari. Like maybe that's the final push he needs to get to return back to Chicago. I, I, honestly, um, no, I'm not too concerned about the Levine thing. I mean, he kind of has said, has stressed that he, you know, back in a couple months ago that he wanted to go through this process. Uh, I don't know which teams he's necessarily going to go to and meet with and those sorts of things. Like it's not going to be any of these cap space teams. Like in some of these cap space teams that we thought maybe a cap space team, like the, like the Pistons, they've pretty much already consumed their space. So like, I don't know what the posturing is. If it's anything at all, it's probably just them talking through maybe that fifth year of the, of the deal. Maybe that's the, the hold up here. But like reasonably, he has no other better or logical solution to go anywhere else. So I'm not really too concerned about Zach, to be honest with you. I'll be shocked if, 
it's not him coming back on a five-year, $215 million deal. Like I said, maybe that fifth year fully guaranteed. Maybe there's components to it that make it maybe not a complete full guaranteed max. But I'm not worried about Zach. Uh, he'll, he'll be back. It's probably more so the inactivity of the rest of the roster that is more concerning to me and, and you know the few guys that I did like in free agency, which wasn't a long list because it's not a good free agency class. Mm. Um, they're seemingly off the, off the board already as well. So uh, that's probably where my mind is at, um, trying to reconcile with the fact that free agency is probably going to be very... Well, probably go out on, on a whimper. It was probably always going to be happening in that sense. Like if the Bulls wanted to do any, anything big, it was probably going to have to happen by the trade market. We'll see if that maybe happens. Maybe it doesn't. But um, yeah, I'm just probably more concerned with what they haven't done than in terms of the free agency piece from other players, not named Zach Levine, than anything else at this stage. And I'm trying know- to hold it in as, as long as I can in terms of not going after ownership because... Maybe something will happen, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to hour. bottle that in all in at the moment. But um, they haven't not I, I just want you to know I'm doing my best. Tax yet. <laughs> uh, you guys you know. Yeah, but they I also love... haven't already spent into the tax by now, Will. Both things yeah. are true. Well, you're correct about that. Uh, you guys know I love chaos. And so I want to introduce one <laughs> disaster scenario to you before we move on from Zach. Oh, awesome. what if he's what if he's like teaming up with KD now? And trying oh, to like man. angle his way somewhere because they're homies. You mean like to Chicago? To Chicago or elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can I see guess, that happening. Yeah. I guess th- there could be a possibility here of AK and Eversley furiously working after the Durant trade request news broke. And maybe they knew about it before everybody else did. I, there's a decent chance of that. Are now working on Zach getting his money, but maybe not the full. Now two hundred and fifteen million with the little increase in the cap that broke yesterday, so that somehow they can also work Kevin Durant into this picture. Because obviously you got to give up a lot of talent and a lot of draft capital, which the Bulls don't have plenty of. Mm-hmm. And and you know, it's Demar or it's Vooch, and then it's a handful of the young guys. You can't like trading Zach for uh, KD, including him in a KD package, really makes no sense when you're talking about the landscape of the Bulls books and the Nets books, maybe, maybe there's a chance that that's what's going on here. I don't know other than what, like, why is Zach dragging his feet? I still think that Zach is not wandering his eyes elsewhere. I think he's coming back. Is there a Woj bomb? What is this? Is there a Woj bomb? Big old Woj bomb in the middle of the screen. I (laughs) see no Woj bombs. You can't Joey's throw got, up a Woes bomb. Joey, did, Joey's got an itchy up. trigger finger over yeah, there. <laughs> he also loves chaos. Right. <laughs> I just, I mean, if 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 the Bulls were actually concerned about, okay, we're going to just time things out a little bit compared to last year because we got slapped with a tampering hit. You don't need a tamper to re-sign your own guy. They could have had a nod agreement. We'll present this contract to you. In that exact moment, Zach, and you're going to sign it, great, so that when the clock strikes midnight, a.k.a. 5 p.m. Chicago time, they can be focusing on other things. That's the part where I'm just like, do they really need to be pitching Zach right now? Have they spent the last hour pitching Zach Levine to stay here? Because by all accounts, there was already a mutual agreement between Zach's people and the Bulls that he's coming back and he's getting a max. So what the fuck? 
Well, maybe this Troy Brown Jr. going to the Lakers has really changed his perspective. <laughs> like, maybe he's just thinking, oh, shit, they're, they're, they're losing Troy oh. Brown Jr. Who's next? Is this team serious about winning titles if they're letting Troy Brown Jr. go to the Lakers? Like, maybe that's the holdup. Or maybe, he could also know. just be like, Jerry, if you don't spend the tax, I'm not coming back. Yeah. If you... hopefully, the latter. <laughs> hopefully the latter, not the former. I mean, I, who knows what the reasoning is? Obviously, mm-hmm. I think Arturus Eversley the the whole brain trust there has made it very clear that they're willing to do what it takes mm-hmm. to bring Zach Levine back. Now, Zach, I think, is running out of leverage here unless he, like, you know, somehow hitches his wagon to KD. Like, there are no teams with, with cap space. There are no situations where, you know, he can go and be the guy, but also be a winner, winner but also be the franchise player, but also not have yeah. to be, like, the closer. So that, I just don't see that happening. So... No. Um, maybe the Bulls are trying to like you know nickel and dime him on some injury protections, or they're discussing the player option in the fifth year. Who knows what it is? But uh, I'm not I'm not worried about Zach coming back. He he will be back. No. Yeah, it's no. not a concern uh, at all for me. And maybe it's on Zach's side. Maybe they presented the great offer. Maybe Zach's people are going over it. It's got to be on uh, a few side, times yeah. and and checking it out over there. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm not. Con- I wish I could be concerned about that. I'm not. Like, I'm just not concerned about Zach being back here. He's not going to turn down that money. Um, just like Bradley Bill. I remember, no, no, he's going to go. I'm like, that's a lot of money to say no to, you know, for, for Bradley Bill. And, yeah, okay. So, yeah, like, yeah, I don't see him turning down that money. Bottom line for that. Like, he'll be back. I'm not concerned about it. Yeah, and, like, like let's go back to the KD thing. Like, even if they were somehow trying to work through a KD solution here for him to come back, one, Zach doesn't need to take less for that to happen. The Bulls have enough salary to to make it happen from an outgoing perspective, whether you're trading out DeMar, whether you're trading out Vooch, one of them has to be in the deal if you're keeping Zach. So that that's part of it. Um, but in terms of, you know, trying to, you know, get KD through the door, like there's nothing stopping Zach from signing now and that's still happening. So I don't think he's paused, let's say, his free agency or the signing for you know, in Chicago, and this hasn't necessarily happened because of the KD thing. Like, all of that could still be happening. I think it's him just wanting to be a free agent and exploring it a little bit. I don't, again, I'm not too concerned about it at all. He'll he'll sign it at some point. The Bulls can clearly offer the most amount of money. And to Will's point, like, one of the teams where it kind of made sense um, if Zach wanted to leave was maybe the Spurs, maybe not because they're a good team or they're going to the playoffs, but they... He could have been the number one option there. He could have been in the backcourt with um, DeJounte Murray, one of his close mates. Obviously, DeJounte ain't there anymore, and it seems like the Spurs are going for a full-on rebuild. So they're out of the picture as well. So there's less leverage from that perspective. So I'm not concerned about you know Zach not returning back to the balls. But um, like I said, I'm, I'm more concerned about like losing someone like Isaiah Hartenstein, for example, to the Knicks. Like That's what's pissed me off. Uh, we can yeah. go into that a little bit more uh, later I, on. But they're, they're quick, kind of the things that are uh, important to me. Can I ask Marky a quick cap question that you may or may not know the answer to? Um, Mm -hmm. You wrote today a great story about sort of setting up the free agency. Um, Nick Claxton re-signing with the Nets for two years, 20 million. Um, You wrote today a great primer for just like what the the money situation is for the Bulls and their free agency. Mm -hmm. And since they haven't done anything, uh, if you're watching this, you should definitely go check it out at Mm -hmm. allchr.com. the Bulls have 10 players on under roster right now. And Dale and Terry has not yet been signed and Zach has not yet signed. So that would be 12. I mean, can they exceed 12 people on their roster and still 
like make one of these moves or do they have to exchange some pieces here to clear up roster space? Can you exceed 12? In terms of players or what's yeah. on them? Um, in t- and, and stay under the tax, I'm assuming? Is that is that what you're saying? Or... It's like if they were to go out and sign a guy right now, let's say yeah, they yeah. sign Gallinari, that would be the 11th yeah. roster spot. Now, mm-hmm. can you also sign Dale and Terry and Zach and have 13 players on your roster? Yeah. yeah. What's the maximum yeah, number that. of roster spots? Uh, is it... Is it... I guess you have to have your two ways. Is it 15 or 13? I think the minimum is 12 or 13. So I, I think oh, the, the, minimum ma- the max okay. is 15. Disregard. So, the, so there shouldn't be any constraints from a you know, roster slot perspective. The constraint purely is, a, is going to be a commercial one or a financial decision, let's say. So at the moment, um, or you know, based on certain projections, let's say the Bulls reasonably have will have 12 players on guaranteeing Guaranteed money at about 140 million. That's before you even think about free agents. And I'm, I'm factoring Zach's max contract into that, and, and Dale and Terry's you know first year deal into that calculation. So they'll be at around 140 million. The tax line is just a shade over uh, 150. The mid-level exception is 10 and a half million. So if they want to use the full uh, mid-level exception, one they're going to be over the luxury tax line. Two they're going to be hard capped. Uh, and then that'll push them into a situation where they can't exceed, let's just call it 157 million, which is the the apron line. But we know this franchise loves to avoid the luxury tax, which is why you keep hearing the Bulls are not offering the full mid-level exception because by offering a Gallo, offering you know someone like Gallinari seven or eight million dollars, one you're not using the full mid-level exception, two you're staying under the tax, and you're you're allowing yourself you know two to three million under that tax line to maybe add one or two guys on the, on a vet min type deal, which is why, you know, someone like Andre Drummond may be the option at center there who will only command a, you know, a vet min deal as a, as a backup center. So mm. that's why we keep hearing these things. Jake Fisher was on it pretty early around the Bulls, not necessarily offering or preserving their uh, full mid-level exception. Uh, KC has been on Twitter, you know, in the last couple of minutes saying that the Bulls are in on, uh, on in on Gallinari for a seven to $8 million over two years or, paying that amount annually again it's it's all coming down to do we want to hit the luxury tax line and i'm sure they're going to there's going to be a way that uh, they spin this thing in terms of maintaining flexibility or not wanting to be hard capped or this or that but essentially you know whilst that may be the messaging we hear it's it's ownership again potentially and i said this before i'm trying not to rage out at ownership just yet because they may do something but in the event they do nothing it's going to be an ownership decision as to why they haven't done anything Mm. Uh, just a little bit of context. Uh, Casey Johnson just hopped on and did a TV hit uh, a couple of minutes ago as we were chatting here on the Zach Levine thing, essentially saying what we have heard and heard a dozen times before, Zach Levine and the Bulls are still very much on the same page and that they are going to offer him that max contract and he is still planning on signing it, but that he wants to experience free agency, paraphrasing, before that. Look, this is the first time in his career that Zach has been an unrestricted free agent, and he is doing so coming off of back-to-back all-star seasons. I get it. Zach deserves to look around. Zach deserves to be wined and dined. But if Zach ultimately, what he really wants is to stay here and keep contending and making playoff runs and trying to win a championship with this organization, then there has to be some sort of casual nod agreement that yeah i'm gonna go take a look around i'm gonna take some meetings and see what it's like but then when i'm done i'm gonna come back here and sign so that ak and eversley know 
what they have to work mm-hmm. with around the fringes. And that, I think, was my misplaced anger from a few minutes ago is especially just Hartenstein because he's a great example. Did Hartenstein really want to go play for the Knicks more than coming to the Bulls? Will you bring up the fact that if they do also intend on keeping and signing to a multi-year deal, Mitchell Robinson, and using him as their starting big for the foreseeable future, Hmm. Hartenstein would only have to wait out one year of Vooch. Maybe not even a full year of Vooch if they deal him at the deadline this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, a big market like New York on a team that right now looks to be in better shape than the New York Knicks, who, by the way, are also a laughing stock, and no one wants to play for James Dolan. If it was just the, well, we didn't want to give Hardenstein more than what two years, 18 mil, right? That's what he mm-hmm. got from the Knicks. Because if they went over that and used the full mid-level, then it would push them into the luxury tax. If that is the only reason that they have not made a adding a quality role player like that move in the first hour and 20 of free agency, and it's because not of Zach Levine and not of AK and Eversley doing their due diligence and doing their jobs, but because you know who and you know who flipping junior are sitting there (laughs) holding their, holding their wallets tightly in their front pockets then yeah, I'd be really freaking pissed about that. <laughs> and to, to be fair, like I wanted Hartenstein as much as the next guy, probably more. But like if they're gonna have to spend 16, 17 million dollars on him, then and they're not gonna go into the cap, which again is a separate argument, mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to add wing depth. And I do think that is the more important need here. So if you're gonna sign Hartenstein, awesome. Like I think they should have done that, but they also need to then go in the cap, go into the tax use the rest of the mid-level exception and whatever other means necessary to add wing depth. And there are still guys available. A lot of people have signed PJ Tucker signed the three year max mid-level. It was like $32 million over three years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a ton of guys who have already signed. There are a handful of guys that are, that are still out there. And th- mm-hmm. that is to me like the biggest need. Like uh, I was listening to uh, Ricky and Jason on their show a couple of days ago and Ricky was saying, like, you draft for best player available, you sign free agents for fit. And I totally agree with that. They did what they thought was the best talent swing at the draft. Awesome. Great. Now you got to find wings, big wings that can help in free agency. There are a couple of guys left. Uh, TJ Warren, as I mentioned, the Martin Twins, Danilo Gallinari, obviously. Um, Kyle Otto, Anderson is still there. Is, Otto is Porter Otto still lingering out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have him than no one. Yeah, I'd rather have no so, one. That's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. <laughs> Give me no one, dog. No, no, I'm, you guys I'm, are nuts. I heard you. I heard you two guys trashing Will the other day about uh, the auto thing. I'm, I'm on team Will on this one. So no, we, we trashed auto. <laughs> yeah, we were trashing the goat as well. We were trashing the goat. But um, I, I don't disagree with what you're suggesting, Will. Like you should always prioritize wings over bigs. But at the same time, like I don't necessarily, I'm not really in love with a lot of wing options in this free agency period, which is why I wasn't really into free agency more generally. Like the one name that I was interested in was probably like Batum or PJ Tucker, not that he's really a wing. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, yes, there's, there's some guys out there like like the Martin Twins, I'd be interested in them, but I don't know if they're necessarily going to command more than a, you know, a minimum type deal. But to me, at least, like Hartenstein, if I'm saying that or pronouncing his last name correctly, like he was one of the better free agents on the table. So yes, you use free agency to, to fill needs. Um, and ideally that would be wings over bigs. But at the same time, we all know like the, the deficiencies the Bulls had in terms of their uh, backup 
big solutions or that they're backup, yeah, just their backup bigs. And the fact that, you know, what Matt referenced before, Hartenstein could be a long-term solution for Vooch. And the dude's only 24 as well. So he's young. He's consistently improved, which is why I was very in on that idea. And it seemingly was gettable. That's the annoying part. Like, fair enough if he signed a deal for like, I don't know, three years 50 or three years mm. 40, where the Bulls couldn't necessarily make that work from a money point of view. If that had happened, had he gone to the Magic for a number like that, a team who had cap space to sign him to a huge deal like that, fine, like, I can deal with that. But when he goes to the freaking Knicks on a deal that pays him eight to eight million annually in a role that he would have had in Chicago, and you're doing that because you're potentially going down the Gallo pathway, like, come on, like that's that's bullshit. And it's the same thing with Amir Coffey who signed, who re-signed with the Clippers on three years, 11 million. Like that would have been a perfect wing target. Six, seven can shoot the ball really well, can defend. And the Bulls easily could have matched that. I mean, hmm. they, they're paying him way less than what it sounds like the Bulls might be paying Gallo. Hmm. It's okay, Will. Yeah. Okay. Secretly, they're working Just on a saying. Go Bear deal as we speak. It's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, all right. We've got lots more to break down, including who else has fallen off the board, who else might still be available as we work our way through uh, free agency here in hour one going into hour two. Um, but first, Big Dave, tell mm-hmm. the people how they should better themselves with that thing called Athletic Greens, would you? Well, you know how Will is sitting here you know, with all this knowledge and all that hair and all that awesome good looks. You know how that is happening right now? It's because of the athletic green, y'all. Okay? That's how he's doing it. It's the 75 high-quality vitamins, the minerals, the whole food source superfoods, the probiotics, and, of course, oh, my God, of course, the adaptogens. Can't have it. (laughs) They help you start your day right. This blend of special ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, your focus, and your aging. And it does not cost you a lot of money. It's less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. You're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance, and it's cheaper than getting all those supplements yourself. Lifestyle-friendly, you know, vegan, uh, dairy-free, gluten-free. Uh, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, one gram of sugar, no artificial anything. And it does all this while still tasting good. How do I know it tastes good? Because the goat told me that it tastes good. Will, did you have your athletic greens today, sir? I had it today and it's keeping me sane amid the uh, free agency and Kevin Durant chaos. <laughs> it's, see? see so, it's the only thing that's keeping me sane. The, the only thing keeping him sane is the AG. So why don't you be like my guy, the GOAT? And to make it easy for you to do that, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's athletic greens. You scoop it, you dump it, you shake it, you drink it, you feel it mm. <laughs> right in your face. Yeah, Joey is on 10 today. <laughs> Speaking of the it's Kevin crushing. Durant madness, <laughs> you can bet on that at points bet right now. You can mm. bet where you believe Kevin Durant will end up and play. NBA basketball next season. I believe the last time I checked, the Bulls were either third or fourth on that list as far as odds. Phoenix Suns getting the best odds right now, mm-hmm. which is just to say that today's episode is also brought to you by PointsBet. 
And the best way to support us here at CHGO is to download that app, PointsBet, using promo code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that, you're going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. A Mm. risk-free bet to say Kevin Durant's going to come play for the Bulls. What's the harm? No harm, only fun. But that's not it. If you make a $50 more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, like the incredible free agency primers that you got from both Will and Mark today. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. Mm. Plus, it's your home for live in-play betting, which just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching? Is your favorite team priming for a comeback? Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. So download that PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. What are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Mark K, tell them what to do. You live your bet life. Mm. Boom. Mark, are you putting down a bet on Kevin Durant coming to the Bulls? No, Plus 400 right now on uh, on points bet. The tied for third highest odds. I don't know why the Bulls would be that high, but hey, mm. they are. Because there's a picture of him on the internet shooting hoops in a coach jersey. And he said he likes sure. the Bulls. Is his words? His words. Um, it can happen. So, look, I guess uh, Rick in the comments with this question just now: Why are fans expecting a splash? Um, is a fair question, and it also makes me think about the fact that AK kind of told us if you want to take him at his word multiple times in different ways and phrasing it differently, hmm. we really liked what we had this past season. We held the number one seed in the East for 70% of the regular season before key guys got hurt and went down. And they used the same reasoning when asked, why no moves at the trade deadline? We like what we have. We were doing really well and playing the style of ball that we want to play with what we have. Let's get it back. That plus the inflexibility of where they are, other than just re-signing Levine, it's, Bulls fans do this all the time. I, we, they get our hopes up wanting something miraculous to happen when that clock strikes midnight. And if you look at the lines of logic, you shouldn't have expected as much, I guess. Well, Matt, you I remember you saying from the beginning that you didn't expect anything to really occur. You didn't expect a big splash or anything to go down that way. But I like how it still hasn't, curved how you feel right no. now I, i'm still a ball of rage right now <laughs> you still of course i am you're expecting nothing to happen it, but yeah you're still upset i get it i get all of that um yeah like ak has continually said it's three ways that you can get better and that's the draft that's trades and that's free agency so he did the draft already so free agency right now is the the next step um no i don't think it doesn't seem like it's going to be a big splash uh that they're going to make uh, I think they will definitely make a move. Uh, who I don't know, uh, and I wanted to get into that with uh, you guys about uh, Gallinari and how, and how you all felt about him. But, but yeah, like I think that there's still time for them to do something. And Bulls fans, I think that's my favorite part of this right now is I keep seeing in the comments, "Do something, do anything." And the minute they do something, it'll be like that was terrible. I hated it. Why did you do something? And I'm and I'm really looking forward to that. Can I push back though? Can I push back? Mm-hmm. And I look, I'm assuming that our listeners listen to us and, and you know, hopefully take on board what we say. And, and I think, yeah. you know, from the outset, a lot of us have said 
that you know free agency wasn't going to deliver something massive. The Bulls weren't going to land a you know a Demar Derozan two situation or anything like that. Like they weren't going, they didn't necessarily have the assets to be, make a you know a massive play in free agency from that perspective. Having said that. They did have a tool that they could improve their roster, which we, the mid-level exception, which we discussed before. I mm. think the reason people are annoyed is, as I said before, like we've seen good players go to other teams for deals that we could have easily made. And we've heard for a number of days now the reason why the Bulls are maybe not using their full mid-level exception or not necessarily using all of their tools or avenues to improve the roster, that it's coming down because of a financial decision or it may, it may, let's put that in, you know, in commas just because, or quotes, because things may change. So I think that's the frustration at the moment, at least for me. And I'm assuming, you know, for, for the people in the comments as well, and those listening, like the frustration isn't necessarily that the bulls haven't landed Bradley Bill on the mid-level exception or something like that. To me, like my frustration is, like I said, Hartenstein just went to the Knicks on a reasonable deal. You could have easily gotten in on that. We've heard from Fisher, from KC that the Bulls are going down the Gallinari path for seven or eight million dollars uh, annually. He doesn't really solve any of the your major problems, in my opinion. So, like that's where my frustration is. Like you had mm-hmm. tools to do something that made sense. You haven't done anything at the moment. Maybe that changes to your point, Dave. Like there's still obviously time. We're still only what an hour and a half into an free hour agency. and a half. <laughs> Having said that, we are, good, but like a good lot of players yeah, off the board already. Yeah, that's true indeed. The first hour gone, and a half, half on. the free agents are taken. True indeed. True indeed. No, no, you so, guys are like, right. Like half of that is going. Yeah. Go ahead. That's Mark. why I'm pushing back. No, no, no. That's all. Of that. That's why I'm, I'm not fully on board with what you guys are saying. Mm. As I said before, like still things could happen. Maybe, maybe the trading aspect is, is where things are going to happen. Maybe they're trying to organize a deal with the Jazz. Like, I don't know what the Jazz are doing. We we haven't mm. mentioned it already, but they traded up Royce O'Neal to to the Nets, like, why would you do that? Like, now you have zero wings on your roster. You already had no wings. Right. Like, but why, why are you doing that now? Daniel House, I think, who was on the, the Jazz towards the end of the season as well, he's gone to the Sixers. Like, what are the Jazz doing more generally? So maybe in the background, this whole go-bear nonsense, which I still don't really like the idea of, is happening. Mm. I don't know. I'm speculating. So that is the caveat that there's still a lot of time here. But I guess based on the information that we have on hand right now, I, I think it's justifiable for the fan base to be annoyed. So, yeah, I'm pushing back a little bit, but, you know, time will tell. I think, I mean, when that report came out months ago that Michael Reinsdorf said that he'd be willing to pay the tax, he said it under the condition that he would be willing to pay the tax if the team is going to contend. And right now, I just yeah. don't think they're they're in that boat. The Hawks got way better yesterday, adding mm-hmm. DeJounte Murray mm-hmm. and Not basically for, giving yeah. up gallo i mean right uh, kind of their backup four and a non-factor in the grand scheme of things for that franchise um the 76ers just had an amazing free agency hall in the first hour getting pj tucker daniel house um and now are in the running for kevin durant uh the nets are obviously gonna like just implode and turn into a dumpster fire Probably, but they're still going to be competing because they have sold all their picks away to Houston and they have to compete. So they're going to try to get in good players. Um, the Bucks, I thought, had a really good start to free agency, re-signing Bobby Portis and Joe Ingles, who I said uh, I would have really liked for the Bulls. So teams are getting better all around. And as I've said in the past, you can't just say, okay, great, the Bulls were awesome for the first part of the season last year. Mm-hmm. That's how they're going to play moving forward. DeMar is getting older. Vooch is getting older. Lonzo and Crusoe cannot be relied upon to stay healthy. 
Zach is also a health flag. And whether we like to admit it or not, like him being on this contract, he deserves it for sure. But it does hamstring them a little bit financially. And this is kind of their their last chance to use this mid-level exception because even if they don't go into the tax this year, it's likely they will next year if they want to bring Vooch back, if they sign a center at all, um, and Zach is on his max deal, like they will probably be in the tax next year. And so they won't have the full non-taxpayer mid-level exception. They'll only have the $6.4 million taxpayer exception. So this is their chance. And it feels like, obviously there weren't a ton of good options, but it feels like they're, they're taking a few strikes at the plate here. And, you know, other teams are getting some hits. Mm-hmm. Look, and I think to your point about contention and, our, you know, the moves that other teams in the Eastern Conference have made to better themselves, you know, pairing DeJounte Murray with Trey Young in Atlanta, and that's just one example. The Bulls went from the laughingstock of the NBA embarrassing to back to relevant again, to competitive again, to being a playoff team again. To take the next step to really contend the, well, yeah, I'll pay the luxury tax. We'll happily pay the luxury tax if we're contending for chips is BS. Because you know what you need to do to go from being competitive back to being a playoff team again to taking the next step to contending for titles again? It's pay the damn luxury tax to bring as much talent to your roster as possible. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear, well, I said we'd pay it, but, you know, asterisk if we're contending for titles you contend for titles by paying talent to come play here it's bogus it's a complete You're right and it also argument it also i think makes it makes the demar Derozan and vooch trades look even worse if you don't go into mm. the tax here because you like you know mark is is definitely the big big time vooch apologist i've been in support of him all year, and I know you guys have too. He's a really good player, but the Bulls did also overpay to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just look at like some of the other moves that are made around the league, like I think they paid more than what, or approximately the same as what the Hawks paid for Dejounte Murray yesterday. Except Vooch was thirty-one and Dejounte is twenty-five, and on a much team-friendlier deal, making half as or fifteen million compared to twenty-two. Uh, the Bulls also had to take back. Al Farouk Amino's contract in that, mm-hmm. which then they had to dump on the Spurs and give up their 2025 first round pick to get the Spurs to take that in addition to Thad Young so that they could have the rights to pay DeMar DeRozan. Obviously, I think what became a fair value contract, but at the time they weren't competing against anybody. So they potentially could have gotten him for cheaper. So they've overpaid now. And I, I, again, just, I don't think it's like they're not making, they're, they're not, overpaid in the sense that they're making too much money. It's that the deals to get them required more assets than they maybe should have. But now you've, you've done these moves and you don't have those assets now to move forward with another trade. And if you don't go into the tax and you stay this team that is mm-hmm. six seed approximately, that makes those trades look worse because now you've overpaid, you've given up picks that you didn't need to, and you're not actually competing when that was the whole point of making those moves. So I do think it's really, really important. Like we joke about it. We scream about it. We cry about it, all this stuff about like not paying the tax, but like they really have to, if, if otherwise it like, it really makes all these other moves worse. And basically you're just like treading water so that you don't give Orlando and and, uh, San Antonio 
top 10 picks. You're giving them, you know, 14, 15. Right. Yeah. So a couple things. So maybe trying to be a devil, devil's advocate here for a moment. Maybe they don't want to use a full mid-level exception right now because that may make things a little bit harder in terms of, uh, you know, swinging a trade at some point for a Rudy Gobert or someone like that. Because if you go into the full full mid-level exception, if I'm not mistaken, I'm no capologist, but from my understanding, you get hard cap. The hard cap at this year is 156.9 million. Mm-hmm. Now, if for whatever reason it, can't, it becomes difficult to match salaries, do all that sort of nonsense that you need to do when it comes to trading, maybe you, you take yourself out of the Rudy Gobert market, uh, market, let's say, because you just can't make the money work. So maybe they're trying to avoid the hard cap because of that, those reasons. That's me, again, playing devil's advocate and trying to think, um, uh, you know, in my most optimistic, optimistic lens, rather. But at the same time, assuming that's not where they're going, assuming they're not even thinking about Rudy Gobert and they're, they're not going down that path or they're not even thinking other trades for other type of players, this is just a penny-pinching exercise. Like coming mm-hmm. back to it, if you do use the full mid-level exception, you get hard-capped at that $156.9 million. The tax line is $149 million or $150 million, meaning you can basically only go into the tax by $6 million. So the Bulls can go into the tax but if they're hard capped the league literally won't them let them go any anything any you know anywhere past six million dollars into the tax so hmm. yes we were wanting to them to, to go into the tax but at the same time like if they get hard capped there's constraints there that just won't allow them to go that far into the tax it's not like they're going to be uh, paying like warriors money or clippers money anytime soon it's literally a couple million bucks so if you can't pay a couple million bucks to you know, if for the tax to push yourself into that category where you may be competing with those top four teams in the East, then we go back to everything that Matt just said before, where mm-hmm. if you're waiting to pay the tax when you are a contender, then you're never going to be a contender because sometimes it takes you getting into the tax to then get into that contender fold. Think about the playoffs that we just saw. How many teams were under the tax in that playoff, in the playoffs that we just got done with? The majority of them were paying tax. It may have been a couple million to the Warriors. It could have been hundreds of millions. Whatever the number was, most were pushing into the tax either by a little bit or way over. If the Bulls just are waiting to be a contender until they pay the tax, they'll be waiting for a fucking long time. Yeah. Oh, fair. And for the record, uh, Kobe, Patrick, Vucevic trade for Gobert would put the Bulls exactly where they are right now and still allow them to use the full mid-level. So they could still do that. Um Maybe that's part of why Zach is holding things up. Like he wants yeah. to to make sure that they, I mean, they, it seems like they have to have something cooking. They can't just be standing completely still. And like I said, there are still some names out there as JaVale McGee just signs here with the Mavericks. Another great backup option know. for the Bulls off the board. Also, um, go ahead. No, I'll, well, I'll, I was, I was just going to say like. I in because Kobe came up. Kobe's name was thrown around with the Lakers earlier today. Uh, mm-hmm. The Warriors uh, just let him go to the Lakers. So um, the Lakers adding another piece there. Mm. Now, I, my question was before I, I got on was when we were talking about Gallinari and, and none of you guys were. <laughs> we keep all. skipping Gallinari. <laughs> y'all, y'all, nobody, because no, nobody's really answered the question. I keep asking this and I'm, I'm really trying to figure out. Uh, I heard Mark's uh, response as to why, but Will and Matt. I'm wondering what your response is to why not uh, a guy like Gallinari. Because I, I think... get winded eating my beef sandwiches and he's slower than I am. 
I think that's part uh-huh. of it for me too. <laughs> I think he's he's just like he's on the way down. I mean, he played, you know, 24-ish minutes per game last year, 25 minutes mm-hmm. per game, shoots the ball at a really high level, and he's six eight. And the Bulls kind of need that. So he's six ten, excuse me. So he's he's got size. Uh, he's going to be 34 heading into next season. So I just don't think there's a ton of upside. Like you start to decline a lot physically. He had the ACL surgery, uh, you know, almost 10 years ago now, but like he's never really been somebody who can move around and play defense. So if you're just trying to sign somebody to be big and shoot, I would rather go swing for a little bit more upside for a guy like TJ Warren or, you know, Cody or Caleb Martin. Mm -hmm. Um, or Hardenstein just like I I think they part of me feels like they need to go all in on this window and that's why I've been advocating for the go bear thing but I don't think going all in just means like getting a bunch of young or getting a bunch of old guys like you still need to have upside on your roster and you still need to have guys that could step into a bigger role and they have a couple with Iopat and now Dale and Terry but Hmm. I just think like Gallo at this point can only really go one direction. And like, it's, it's more about like, can he maintain what he's done the past couple of years, which is like not play at a super high level, not close games, play half the minutes. And then also on top of that, like you're spending all you're going to be spending. So how else are you, you know, addressing the rim protection problem that we've heard so much about. Um, And again, I say all this with the caveat that like, there are not a lot of good options out there. There was not the silver bullet that the bulls were just going to go out and sign, you know, Giannis for $10 million. Like that was just never going to happen. Obviously like he's under contract and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. there wasn't that guy that was going to be the the savior. There wasn't that guy in the draft. Uh, you know, I don't even think Rudy Gobert is that guy as much as I've been pulling for him, but it's really frustrating that they're just not even getting close to that and also like there's still a lot of time out there there's still a lot of trades that could potentially be had as i said before katie is holding up all of the trades that are going to go on right now Hmm. Jakob pertle could be on the move uh deandre ayton uh maybe there's something with katie and the bulls like who knows but uh it's just yeah i think it's also just partly because you just want to see the bulls get in on the action before the other Mm -hmm. teams do and not miss out on a lot of guys that to mark's point the Bulls could have matched or beaten offers on. Hmm. I'm sorry. I yeah. just have to chime in reading this comment. Sean said this whole team up with our buddies thing is sickening and killing the NBA. I'm, I'm sorry. Were you not entertained by the NBA finals between the Warriors and Celtics just now? Are, are you not entertained right now pontificating as to what the hell is going to happen with Kevin Durant and Kyrie and where they're going to play next year? Don't tell me that the teaming up with your buddies thing is killing the NBA. That was maybe an argument for 12 years ago when mm-hmm. LeBron, Wade, and Bosch teamed up in Miami. But you know what? That was also entertaining as hell. Whether you were rooting for him or rooting against him, it's entertaining. That's what the NBA is. It's entertainment. Get out of here with that kind of nonsense. Don't get me started I- on that comment because you, you know why? Because Kevin Durant said, I want to come play with my buddy Zach Levine and De- DeMar DeRozan. Do you know who would not right. be saying anything <laughs> about buddies in the NBA, ruining the NBA? Chicago Bulls fans. So shut up with that. But I mean, I've now even forgot my point. We're talking about Gallo. This is why I don't necessarily like the Gallo thing because I mean, mid-level exception money is serious money. Like it's money that you can be giving to low-level starters, potentially key bench guys, as we saw last season with Caruso. He's effectively on mid-level exception money. So you would want to be using that guy or that money, assuming you use it all on one player or the majority of it on one player, on someone who could feasibly step into your starting lineup and give you something to close games. I don't think you can do that with Gallo. 
because mm-hmm. you certainly can't close games with him at the four with Vooch on the court at the same time. If you're taking off Vooch to put Gallo into the starting unit and playing small like Billy did in OKC a lot, where Gallo sometimes was their center, he would take off um, Stephen Adams and they would go small um, in those Chris Paul years with SGA and, and Schroeder. Like, if that's the plan, then, all right, maybe you can put Pat or Gallo at center and, you know, go real small in that sense, but that creates a whole raft of other problems. So you can't really close games with Gallo. Yes, he adru- addresses your shooting to some degree, but to Will's point, he's only going to be a 20 to 24 minute uh, game uh, 24 to 25 yeah 24 minutes a game player so in that instance like he's not going to be closing games for you like how much shooting value are you really get getting out of a player like value uh, Gallo when it really matters not a lot because he's not going to be closing games I, yeah so that for those reasons Dave that's why I don't like it getting in a 34 year old guy who's had injury histories like it's just it's, it's not it's not an inspired free agency uh, mm. signing, let's say, assuming it happens. Okay. It, it doesn't make sense Would you, from a, from a raft of uh, perspectives. I hear that. Would you feel better about it if it wasn't the only move? Because I think as you're talking about it, like the Bulls do need size, right? And they do need real shooters. And Gallo is a real shooter. I mean, he's mm-hmm. 38% career, has been over 40 for the majority of it, 90% uh, free throw shooter. Like he actually is a very, very good shooter. He would really space the floor, create more gravity, um, and give Damar and Zach more room to operate. So I do really like that. But as the only move, I think it's a little uninspiring to Mark's point. So if they were to do that and then also go out and somehow get a center like Jakob Pertle in a trade for Kobe, mm-hmm. that would make me feel a lot better. Uh, because I do think there are some aspects of his game that the Bulls really do need. But again, if that's if that's the only move you're making, if you're spending your entire mid-level exception on him and not going into the tax and not doing anything else. I think that doesn't really feel like it cuts it. But again, nothing has actually happened yet. Gallo has not signed anywhere. He could be going to the Celtics. He could be coming to the Bulls. We may feel like we missed something if he signs with the Celtics instead of the Bulls. And there are still more trades to be made. So we're, I feel like we're a little reacting to, to nothing because it hasn't happened yet. But I think maybe that's, that's sort of where I'm... Today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, I see a lot of people in the comments asking, like, okay, so who is still out there and and not claimed who might make sense for the Bulls? We will talk about some of those names in just a minute. And also, um, I can, whoever asked, I think Nate, um, is Miles Bridges a, is someone you'd be interested in? Might want to Google Miles Bridges' name right now and just, <laughs> just see what comes up. Um, but before we get into other names, Big Dave, can you give our friends at PointsBet one more shout out, please? That's the segue right on. That's, that's <laughs> All right. the segue. Good luck with that. All right. Let's do something. If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us to continue to grow is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because when you do that, you are going to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content. And you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, just like the one our guy Mark K is wearing right now. And if you're here in Illinois, in this beautiful state of Illinois, where it's super hot and probably one of the reasons Matt is angry because he's not here, but he can feel the heat and it's hitting him in the back of the neck all the way up in Peck Manor. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Because once that game starts, you don't just bet. 
Will the thrill, what do you do? You live your bet life. Gambling problem call 1 800 522 All right. So before we dive into the names that are still out there, I, I know Joey wants us to take a moment to acknowledge this, and I'm sure, Big Dave, you do too. <laughs> yes, the I other, do. The other breaking <laughs> news that came from the Bulls today, the thing that they did make us aware of, is mm-hmm. that they did not tender a qualifying offer to one Matt Thomas. You know, Joey uh, has the graphics somewhere ready for this. So, I'm, Dave, yeah, let's go. We now. <laughs> Give you the. Moment. I told you. <laughs> I told you. I told you. That's why he was pushing it. He, I'm like that man got a graphic ready, man. <laughs> yes, man. That is the man right there, the legend himself, uh, Matt Thomas. I appreciate. So the he gets too, a Joey. stretch limo. Yes. to a private jet. That's exactly what he gets. To go I pre- where? <laughs> I appreciate the bag. Wherever legends want to go is where he will go. Wherever they decide to end up and play, the greatest practice player in Chicago Bulls history. He was absolutely amazing. I enjoyed watching him doing jump rope on the sideline, watching him during that Minnesota game with Matt. Matt, I tell you, I pointed him out like 17 times to Matt. Like, look, Matt, look at him stretch. Look, Matt, look at him jump rope. Look, Matt, look at him high five people. I pointed him out all the time. It was great. That is my guy. That is Matty Legend, man. That's my guy. I'm going to miss him. Uh, I wish him good luck in anything that he wants to do. The private jet is at the airport, sir, just waiting on you. Step on the tarmac, tarmac and, you know, have a great time. I was expecting that was about the same as the eulogy for your phone. And I was expecting a little mm-hmm. bit more. I got to say. <laughs> oh, you wanted more than that? Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I, I love the graphic, but I was expecting a little bit. <laughs> the of Thomas Love that was just dedicated in a free agency opened an hour ago episode. Oh, I no. If, plenty of Matt Thomas. I, I'm about to say, if you ask Marquet, I think it was a little too much. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was yeah, too it much. Was. But but I was expecting more. Those it. two things can be true. That was at least <laughs> at least three minutes we spent talking about Maddie Legend. Now, maybe that's mm. relevant because the Bulls have done jack shit. So maybe that's why we're doing this. But <laughs> three minutes too many, if you're asking me. But um, look, mm. he got on a jet. Congratulations to him. He should be he, he would be in my van, but the fact that you've got him on a jet, no, you know, shout out to, to Maddie Legend. Private jet. Private jet, man. It's the only way to go. But there, um, trust me, there are many vans left. I have tons and tons of vans left because there's still some people we got to get up out of here. So it's yeah. a rental service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so going down uh, the goats, uh, you know, master list here from his column on all earlier this week at number two, you have TJ Warren. We talked a little bit uh, about him yesterday. We know what the concerns are with the time he's missed due to injury, but I mean, I, I have not seen a single tweet with his name in it in the last hour uh, and change. Is is that somebody that you think that the Bulls should and might be still seriously considering? Because, like, we haven't, other than just looking at names that could make sense, I've heard or seen no tie between Warren and the Bulls, Will. Yeah. I've seen no tie between Warren and anyone, so who knows what's going on with him. But I still think he's, like, I still think he's the best option. Uh, he probably was the best option, even you know, in front of PJ in a lot of ways, just because of the age concern. But it's definitely a risk with health. Uh, but there's still upside there. He's 28 and he's six eight and he's a shooter and he scores very efficiently and he can give you like that secondary or tertiary scoring. Uh, so I I would love him. I think he de- definitely deserves that uh, that silver bullet that MLE. So. I would like him. There are still some other names out there, though. 
uh, I don't know if you want to go down the list because I don't have it in front of me. But yeah, there's so still some I mean, what, what about the Martin twins? Those are the next on your list uh, of those who have not committed anywhere in the last two hours. Yeah, a little bit uh, shorter, as I said, um, only six five, and the Bulls have a ton of guys that size, but. It's just really good depth, I think. They are both really good defenders. They can shoot the ball. They can pass and play make, dribble past you guys. And the Bulls just like could always use more of those as as every team could. So I don't know what kind of market they're looking at, but mm-hmm. um, I certainly would not mind making a play for one or both of them. I, I, think, I think either of those guys could help this team. Mark, Dave, you guys interested? Yeah, I've always yeah. liked the Twins. Um I've always enjoyed them and enjoyed their game. Ever since college, I watched them a lot. And I don't even watch a lot of college basketball, but I definitely watched them a lot and just followed them. And I love what um, – I forget my young man's name uh, – what he did in Miami. I love his addition there. And those dudes – how can I put it? Like, they work so <laughs> they work so hard, you know, to give you that kind of – They're dogs. Get on the floor, man. They work hard. They got bro. that road dog mentality. Is that, is that spelled They got that mentality, w, man. Will? Oh, yeah. I hope not. Oh, yeah. Please don't. Please don't do that. Big time dogs. <laughs> but I've always, yeah, but I've always liked them, man. I've always enjoyed their game. So I would take them. Will's right. Like, there's just a ton of six five dudes here on the team. But I would make room for that, those six five guys. I really would. Yeah, like that, that's my one hold up with them. Like, yes, in theory, I would like one or both of them on my team. Just for, they, they fit the identity, the, like the way the Bulls want to play basketball defensively. But mm-hmm. if Things that the Bulls do have in spades is guys that are six foot four, six foot five, six foot six, etc. That play the wing, and you know, you the Bulls obviously their best lineup. They're rolling out three or four wings. So in that situation, do we really need a play like them? I, I don't necessarily think so. Like I would like them, but they're not maybe not you know high up on my list. And you know, I know this will piss a lot of people off. Maybe two people on this podcast, but I think Otto does make a lot of sense. Um, and I say that because the Bulls need a four. They need power forwards. Like it, who, who on this roster <laughs> is a power forward beyond Patrick Williams, if we want to call him that? Like they need fours. I understand the need that you know, the, the way the Bulls can play with all these guards out there and going smaller. And, and you know, Dalen Terry adds to that as well. You've got eye off the bench, Kobe, more guys that are six foot four, six foot five, etc. But like, We've got that in the starting unit. You've got Caruso, Alonso, and in addition to Levine and DeMar. Do we really need to be adding, you know, other guys that are six or four, six or five, six or six? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. we need guys that can play the power forward position because if Pat goes down again, who the hell is playing power forward? Why, for why are you even season? throwing that bad, bad vibe to, in we, here? Mark. It's not a bad vibe. It's just, that, it's just it, you want him to hit, you want him to get hurt, you Pat mm-hmm. hater. <laughs> he's gonna I will be 21 say, soon his bones will be fully developed he'll be fine but i'm just saying like you need backup power forward depth and otto off the bench you know as i was saying before like gallo doesn't necessarily make sense as someone who could come in and close games for you i don't necessarily think i want otto, i don't want otto closing games for you but if you're forced into that situation him spacing from the power forward position playing defense grabbing rebounds like he did in the finals like that makes a lot more sense to me than someone like Gallo does. And you could probably get him a lot cheaper than Gallinari. So at this point, I'd rather get a couple guys. Like, what's Gary Harris up to? I understand that he just sort of goes mm-hmm. against what I just said, but if you can get Otto Porter for a couple million bucks, 
you can get maybe one of the Martin twins for a couple million bucks. Or if it's not one of those dudes and go after mm-hmm. Gary Harris or someone like that, maybe split up that mid-level over a couple guys who can fill a, a few needs rather than going in all in, all in on, a, on a Gallo type. So I've got Otto probably towards the top of my list, to be honest with you. Mm. Mm. What about, I, I've seen a couple people throw his name in into the comments and he's certainly been someone I've been keeping a quarter of one eye on. And that's Mike Mascala. I mean, if you're talking about somebody that brings you more size, but that can also step behind that three-point line, space the floor a little bit, um, the Thunder officially said thanks bye to Mascala either yesterday or earlier today. That that do anything for any of the three of you? Not me. I think he's kind of – I mean, he's fine. I don't think he's – solving that many big problems i do think it would be nice to have another big who can shoot um Knocked i think mark kind of 43 percent on yeah, almost I mean, he, four attempts per game this past season he can really shoot it and i think this is where you know something that mark said really strikes a chord with me which is that like if you would rather is that a super chat that i'm seeing there it is shout out to andrew what are the phone so Andrew. far? I see nothing. Uh, yeah, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> you've missed the Bulls making nothing. precisely zero moves. <laughs> you, yeah, you've missed nothing. Yes, correct. Nothing, They've done nothing. Yeah. Other than Bulls fans other than- either getting really angry or yeah. shrugging and saying, "What did you expect?" Or both or, of those things. Yes, one. Yes, or the Maddie Legend but- tribute. You've also missed that. Yeah, you, you probably get on that. You don't need to. You can, you can skip through that part of the podcast. Your hate just um, bounces right off of me, sir. It just <laughs> bounces right off. <laughs> but I was just going to say, like, I would rather spend, like, so Mascal's coming off a $3.5 million deal. He's in his 30s. He's probably not going to make more than that. So let's say you get him at a little bit of a discount there. You can get him for 2 or $3 million. Now you've still got $5 million left um, of the mid-level to spend – on another player hopefully a wing who gives you a little bit more and you can sort of build up your depth that way uh somebody like gallo i think is obviously better than muscala from like a talent standpoint but he provides a similar skill set for like a much higher cost and i I just think if they're gonna be stingy with the money they need to like be stingy and get a couple of really good like Hmm. you know mark says it all the time in terms of like big men who are you know some fraction of gobert for some fraction of the cost like they could get muscala who's not quite as good as gallinari for a huge fraction of the cost and then go out and use the rest of that money to go get a martin twin or Otto porter somebody with the remainder of that mid-level exception and still stay below the tax because we all know how important that is to the reinsdorfs <laughs> yeah yeah, my, my thing with Mascala right. is like in, in isolation. Yeah, he, he's a he's a decent backup center, but knowing who the Bulls' current starting center is, knowing the issues that the Bulls have at backup center, like if, if rim protection is something you desperately want, if you want rebounding in that second unit, like mm-hmm. Mascala isn't going to help you with those sorts of situations. There's too much crossover between Mascala and and Vooch. They're not obviously not the same player, any anywhere near the same caliber of player, but. Right. I want someone completely different to Vooch coming off the bench, which yes. is why I guess in theory Tristan Thompson made sense. Don't get me started on that. Why did they even bring up that stupid name? But like I guess off the bench you would want a more defensive-minded guy. So to, from that perspective, yeah, 
Viscala, good player, could can help a lot of teams. Probably makes yeah. sense on a team like the Sixers, to be honest with you, like the complete opposite player of an Embiid. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, Vooch is a complete opposite player of Embiid as well. So you don't necessarily want to double down on that with Muscala. So decent player, good name, will add value to wherever he, he goes. But I, I don't think yeah. you know, I don't think he necessarily makes sense in Chicago, assuming you're going in the gallery, right? as Will sort of noted. Uh in the comments. Sorry, I probably butched that. Uh said we already have our backup power forward solution on our roster. It's Marco. Winky face. Uh, it's interesting that Marco has a guaranteed roster spot on this team. Because he, he played a grand total of eight minutes of garbage time last season. He did. That's <laughs> me- meanwhile, our producer Joey is 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 uh campaigning for Bo Cruz, a.k.a. Hernan mm. Gomez, who was officially dismissed by the Utah Jazz yesterday. Mm. Uh, lo- loved him. Thought he did a pretty impressive job in that hustle movie by Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Don't don't know if that's what the Bulls need. Mm. I'm not going to believe in that. I, also, I haven't even how, seen the movie, how many but... Bulls fans need to tell other Bulls fans in our chat right now that Thad Young has re-signed with Toronto. He's gone. <laughs> Let it go. Thatchik ain't coming back. Oh man, nope. yeah. That I don't know why that one bothered me more than Hardenstein, but it did. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And and what? Hardenstein, I won it. Not not going after Thad. Not getting Thad bothered me. I don't know why it bothered me more than that, but it did. It really did. What what is, was it? Five million or eight million a year that Thad went to the to the Raptors back? It was like again, like it was a reasonable number that could have been I easily. Say... I want to say eight, closer to eight. I think five. it was eight. Yeah. It's okay. also like if they're trying to get multiple players, though, they, they just they can't spend. They're trying to get multiple no, players yeah. and stay under the tax. They can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just no, no, no. it just really it, it handcuffs them. And mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult to sign guys. Um, but then again, well, but we're also talking about t- Gallinari like, here. When you say multiple, what do you, are, are, do you mean like five or six? Because guess what? Assuming that Zach is back in the fold next season, their roster is at 12. So it's I'm talking about two. Like they need a big yeah, and they need a wing. Two, two right? Two. Like this is these are the things that we've been talking about. Right. And, so mm-hmm. so which is why we were talking about the using the mid-level and maybe also using that trade exception that we got from Tice last year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that. that would require going into the <laughs> into the tax. Yeah. And right back full circle. Here we go. Here we go. Well, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll totally <laughs> yeah. we'll totally pay the tax if we're competitive. <laughs> But okay, well, so look, then I'm like go, I'm gonna go jump in the lake. Excuse me. <laughs> well, there's a shower behind you. You don't have to go that far. Just, just okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flex. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I just don't know. Another person in the comments talking about how the East is improving, and we're just kind of sitting here right now. Mm. Um, where do the Bulls finish? If the Bulls run it back, where do they finish? I. It's yeah. hard to say anything higher than sixth, isn't it? I think yeah, depending on what happens with the Nets, and right now, I mean, KD is still there. He could leave. He could mm. stay. Well, I, I think it's fair to say that they, for for now, until he leaves, I'll, I'll continue to put them ahead of the Bulls. Mm. I think the Bulls are seventh or eighth in the East, and yeah. that is play-in tournament range, and that means... They could end up missing the playoffs and giving the Magic a lottery pick next season. Like they need to make a move. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know what that is, though. That's 
good enough to put butts in seats, probably good enough to make the playoffs, but not quite good enough to keep them or, or to have them fully satisfied and keep them wanting more, which is basically legit what Jerry has described as his MO as an owner of a sports team. That's what he said. I, I want butts in seats. I want them competitive, but I don't want to spoil my fan base. I want to keep them wanting more. Why couldn't they yeah. sign Brunson? Why couldn't they sign Brunson? Knicks are they weren't going to give him a hundred million dollars to. Brunson. I'm looking at a uh, hundred and ten million dollars. Yeah, I'm looking Jail at a Brunson's tweet here. Good. I don't think he's that. You could have said hundred and five, and I still it still would have been crazy to me. Okay, but yeah, I'm, I'm not looking getting... at a tweet here that says Zach Levine is going to be the first ever one hundred million dollar contract for Jerry Reinsdorf as Bulls or White Sox owner. He's owned the Bulls for thirty seven years and the White Sox for forty one. So. That's your that's your reason why Zach isn't signed, and it's also your reason why the Bulls are not going out and getting Jalen Brunson, even if they had the cap space or even if they created mm-hmm. uh, enough room to be able to go do that. That's true because when they signed Jimmy's was what ninety five. When, when it's crazy how money. much NBA salaries have ballooned mm-hmm. over the past like mm-hmm. five ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Rose's max um, was what like ninety something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Rose so. Rule. He like had a whole Ooh. thing named after him because of how big his contract was for a guy that. Right. <laughs> you know, it's okay though because he he gave MJ those those contracts in the second three peat. He's yeah, he's those. still trying to make mon- make money back after paying Michael Jordan all that money in the back mm. half of the nineties. That's what that's what it is. I mean, you got to feel for the guy. It's just like he's he's flat broke at this point. Two hours. <laughs> I'm 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 sorry. I'm. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. I I expect nothing less, and I'm completely entertained by it. So you be you. It's all right. (laughs) Uh, Another guy that we that we haven't hit on was Mo Bamba, who resigned with the Magic Mm. uh, after they after they struck out on Hartenstein. Um, He he went back to the Magic for two years. I think twenty one million. Yeah, two twenty one. I I was I was the conductor of the hashtag No Bamba movement. But uh, how, how are you guys feeling about that one? I I wasn't high on him. Uh, wasn't really big on on, on Mo Bamba. I, mean, I think we talked about it on the show. Uh, how I felt about him. He wasn't a guy I was just particularly super high on. I still thought that he was still developing a, as a player and still figuring stuff out. And I didn't want my backup center to be that. And yeah, I just he he's cool, but I just it didn't didn't move a needle for me. It didn't strike me. I, somebody on Twitter said to. Was telling me, well, Dave, you know, you know, he's a shot blocker and he shot a better percentage than Steph Curry. And then I said, well, why would the Magic be? I said, well, why would the Magic be wanting to let go of a shot blocking Steph Curry? That doesn't make any sense. Like, because he's not great. Like, that's that's the answer. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm not I'm not high on him. Uh, shout out to Ramses Rendon in the comments saying, "Smokes barbecue for this free agency." And if it wasn't for y'all, I'd just go to bed because this shit is depressing. <laughs> game. ZL playing games and hoping P will breaks out. I mean, honestly, that's that's the other thing you gotta wonder. And I know Mark, you touched on him uh, a few minutes ago. Is a huge part of all of this that AK and Eversley are just crossing their fingers and hoping that Pete up turns into something much better next season than he has been in his first two. Don't set him up. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying once he turns 21, you guys, it's all going to happen. <laughs> oh man. Oh, he's, he's 21 in like 
what, 45 days? 60 couple, couple days? Months. Something yeah, like August. That. So, I can't remember what day, but I know in August. Anytime now. Anytime now, Pat. Also, um, anytime you want to break out and be good, that would be nice. Emilio wondering if the CHGO family can chip in together and buy the bulls from the door. Um, I, yeah. I, I can throw in like maybe a couple grand. Like yeah, that. I got And like, yeah. and I'd be, and I'd be tight on my groceries for a couple of months. <laughs> I mean, I, I got some what crypto if, for you. You guys cool. want to throw yeah. in there. I got some, I got some Bitcoin. I could, I could put in on this, you know, I got you. I have that. thought, I have thought about that a number of times in my life. So I'll just leave but, it at that. I mean, about buying I've, the bulls? No. I've about thought about not like us group, buying the bulls, but I've thought about like Twitter going all in and buying a team together. And then Crassles. what chaos that would be <laughs> trying to make any sort of decision. <laughs> You just have like hundreds of like even thousands of owners. That would just be a complete chaos. A disaster waiting to happen. Oh my goodness. Uh, Thank you, Jake. Shout out to Jake who says Shakir Zach and then money for the third three beat with Kevin Durant. <laughs> Soon to be nine time NBA champion Chicago Bulls. I love the positivity. Look, we I need that here. <laughs> like there like I, I mean I haven't we've been doing our show. We have I haven't been watching uh you know the latest from Windhorst or Woj on ESPN's coverage to see what the latest is with KD. I haven't Ooh. seen any tweets over the last several hours after their initial KD's requested a trade, and now it's happening. And meanwhile, also Utah has been like dead silent. Other than trading Royce O'Neal to Brooklyn, yeah, like nothing is coming out of Utah right now. So true. I, I don't know. I don't That's know. True. That's true. Make Gary Harris no, is uh, finalizing yeah. a deal to return to the Orlando Magic, reporting uh, reported by Keith Smith, our boy. Keith Smith. All right. Well, uh, Q, another one bites the dust. There's another name off of Will's master list. <laughs> and going to Orlando again. Like, Orlando's really trying to be. Orlando is out free out agenting Chicago. How about that? Mm-hmm. They're doing their I thing. Just, Everyone wants to play with Wendell, clearly. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goggles, baby. Meanwhile, Andrew with the super chat saying the Knicks are getting better. We aren't uh, so far. Levine is great, but we need more around him. Let's let's pump the brakes before we before we rise the New York Knicks above anything. (laughs) It's the Knicks. Like kudos on getting Jalen Brunson. They're still gonna find a way to be terrible, and I say that with only so much satisfaction because I do still have a soft spot for my guy Tibbs. Love Tibbs. The Knicks are a joke. They are. And it's I got to bring up something I've been thinking about. Uh, I want to get your, your take on this. And, and, and it sort of relates to a, a question here that Luke Nash has asked in the, um, in the, in the comments. He, he says, do we have any reason not to trust Acme besides general PTSD, which is a fair point. We've gone through a lot as Bulls fans and seemingly will continue to do so so long as the Dorfs own this team um, until we take them over, over obviously, as a crowdsourcing initiative. But until that <laughs> time, yes, we'll probably be going through general PTSD. But something I've been thinking about more generally related to Acme, like if we think about if we think about these guys, like everyone comes back to last season where they blew up the whole thing, the entire dynamics of the team changed, was really started at the deadline, but obviously continued mm-hmm. into, into last offseason. But before all that happened, they did nothing. They did nothing. What did they do? They added Garrett Temple and, and drafted uh, Patrick Williams. So I'm wondering I'm wondering if this is all cyclical in a sense that they do nothing in year one, they take that evaluation period that you know moves around the margins, then they blow the whole thing up. But they've talked a lot about continuity now and, and the fact that they want to see this team go around again. 
maybe there is no trades coming. Maybe there's no big free agent signing coming because they want to, maybe they're legitimate when they say that. They want to see this team go again. So maybe like they did when they first came in, want to spend the next six, 12 months evaluating this core. And uh, that's why nothing has happened to this point. Maybe that's why nothing will happen in the offseason because this is what they do. They, When they find something they like or want to see a little bit more of, they take their, uh, you know, in my opinion, maybe too long to evaluate these situations. But nonetheless, maybe that's what they're doing here. They want to get, maybe they're serious about this whole continuity thing. So in that sense, that kind of may lead some, will give some credence as to why they're not necessarily doing doing anything here. But is is there any logic to that? Like, is, is this them just saying, no, we really like what we've got and we like we did in the past where we wanted uh, to evaluate it when we first come in. We want to evaluate this group now again under hopefully better terms than what we got last season where there was all those injuries. Do you think that's a realistic thing that they're going to maybe march out in terms of an explanation for what's happened? I would imagine so, but I'm, I'm interested to get your take on that. I think, I think if, so. If they re-sign Zach Levine, then we can have that discussion. Mm. Yeah. yeah well, okay. wait, fair enough. Like they're yeah. not they're not running it back yet until he's got his <laughs> name on the dotted line. But also, I don't think that precludes them from using the mid level. Like they still need to do no, that. No, no, you no. can yeah. add yeah. talent and still keep continuity. Um, I do generally. Maybe this is just like the catastrophizer in me, but like. I do think if you're staying put and everybody else is getting better, then you're getting worse. Mm. And maybe continuity, like maybe there's something there, but like, as I said before, these guys are getting older. DeMar's window is this year and next year. He's under contract mm. for two seasons. Maybe he resigns, mm. maybe not, but either way, he's going to be like 34, 35 when that happens. And Zach just spent the entire year playing at half of his, you know, half of what he can. Lonzo yeah. played 35 games. Crusoe played yeah. 40 games. Like, you cannot rely on health. You cannot rely on internal growth and development because, honestly, like Pat and Kobe just haven't shown it right now. Maybe they do. Maybe the the 21 year old birthday mark is a real thing, but it wasn't for Kobe, unfortunately. Um, but I just think you you have to be constantly getting better, otherwise you're getting worse. That's kind of my my mentality about it. Yeah, I think uh, the yeah. fact that those injuries occurred, Mark, like really kind of set back a lot of that evaluation, in my opinion. Um, Cause if you're, they're looking at the first half of the season, like we were the best team in the East record wise going into the all-star break. And then um, if, if they're just saying injuries and not the fact that they played basically the hardest schedule in the second half, they can say, Oh, well we were injured. You know, we dealt with all this. We didn't have our point guard here. Let's run it back and see that evaluation again because we didn't really get the full look at it like we really truly wanted to. That's it could be that that's dangerous if if that's the mentality that that they're thinking with. That's a very dangerous thing to do because you know I'm kind of person that I will evaluate a basketball team at their worst because at your worst, you know, you kind of see where you kind of are when times are hard and when things are getting kind of tough for you. How do you you know respond? How do you react? You know, to things like that. Well, we learned DeMar DeRozan is that dude. That's what we learned. We learned he's amazing. Uh, we learned Io is great, but he still got some development to do. He still got things to get together. Um, we learned Kobe might not be that guy. You know, we said we learned we don't know about Patrick Williams. So there were a lot of question marks still uh, for that team in that second half of the year. But I think those injuries and COVID just really kind of hurt their evaluation. Whereas in the previous season, they were able to kind of get a full season and or 
I shouldn't say a full season because COVID, you know, kind of slapped around a lot of things. But they got a good look at guys on the floor to make, you know what I'm saying, the proper assessment as to who wants to be here or who they think should be here and who they think shouldn't be here. So it could be that. So maybe that's why they talking about, like you said, the continuity and wanting guys back and, you know, wanting to run it back again because they still probably have that first half of the season in their minds. Uh, just cleaning up a few other things from the comments. We appreciate everybody for hanging out with us, right? We got 718 people hanging out with us uh, as we wow. are two hours and change into NBA free agency. We everybody love loves Maddie Legend. Thanks for hanging out with us. Clearly, it, we're, they're all here to get Big Dave's farewell takes on Matt Clearly. Thomas. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to Rendon, who threw another uh, super chat our way, saying, if you guys did a let's buy the bulls crowdsource, I'd be putting straight paychecks into the super chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey man, never say never. Also, I see a lot of people wondering about, uh, or at least a few people asking about Chris Boucher. And then thank you to those of you in the comments who did confirm he is off the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is staying put. Yep. Um, and yes, Joey, I did skip no cap again <laughs> when reading that super chat comment. I am not a person who says no cap because I do not have what it takes just said it. to say that <laughs> while explaining why, why I don't have what it takes to say that get away with saying that and not sounding like a complete loser. I have no idea what no cap means, to be honest with you. It's <laughs> something you the educate? young hip folks say, Mark. It's me, when, no when you're saying no lie, no lie. If you're saying no lie, you say no cap. Can't we just say no lie then? Oh, look. Yeah, too yeah, yeah. I'm too old. Oh, a little bit. Little yeah, if you got to ask that old, question, a little bit. Yeah. It's okay, though, Mark. It's all right. Dude, the, when Steve Red Tan hits you with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm as old as Danilo Gallinari, so maybe maybe there's enough room in that mid-level exception for me. Can you squeeze me a couple hundred grand there? That'll Dorks. take us over the luxury tax, actually. Sorry, yeah, right, exactly. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> um, Charles pointing out that Kyle Anderson had dinner with Zach Levine a week ago. Um, feel like he'll get signed. If they end up with Kyle Anderson, Kyle Slomo Anderson, and Gallinari, wow. Wow. That Younger is and different. more athletic. That is a <laughs> right? that Younger is a flashback. Immediate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do <laughs> like I do like uh, with the Utah Jazz and signing with the Chicago Bulls. I, I do like uh Kyle Anderson, and he's probably the best one of the best free agents available, but mm. I just don't really think he fits the Bulls at all. Like he kind of needs the ball in his so hand. Either. He's not an athlete. Um, he doesn't shoot well off the catch. His shot is super, like slow and clunky. Um, I do think he's a really good player and can kind of be like the, the bench point guard, so to speak, for a lot of good teams. But uh, and he and he's got size for sure. But I just don't really think he's a great fit with what the Bulls are trying to do. And as we think about this a little bit more, and and. Uh, Gallinari seems to be the only news that's remotely connected to the Bulls. Like, I am kind of talking myself into it just in terms of the size and the shooting. I do wish that they, uh, as <laughs> I do, I do wish that they would go a different direction. But I'm just, it doesn't feel like they're gonna make a big splash, and there just aren't a ton of good options. So it's like, I don't know. I just want to be. I want a big guy and I want shooting. And if he's the one they go get, then fine. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but like they are addressing a big need. Like I just think back to this playoff series against the bucks and like they shot 28% on threes in the series. Like they cannot do that. 
they need a guy who can shoot 40% on threes and like actually be a shooting threat. Yeah. Gary Harris yeah. is gone. Like these guys are just, they're falling off the board. Yeah. What do they do? Like, what do you guys want to see them do at this point, given who's left on the board? Make a trade, honestly. Like a public apology for paying the luxury tax once in the history of owning <laughs> a franchise. <laughs> Maybe they don't use the mid-level exception at all to ensure Jerry gets even more money. Is that a good idea? Mm. Are we happy with that as a fan base? <laughs> yeah. Rhetorical question. I don't know. Don't what do y'all think in the super chats? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously uh, though, like I, I I want no part of Andre Drummond. I've seen people a couple times mention yeah, Andre Drummond in the in the yeah. in the comments. This is Tristan Thompson 2.0. Like I understand I agree. the idea of uh, Andre Drummond a couple of years ago, like he was a good player. Maybe even then I would say he wasn't really. I want nothing to do with Andre Drummond. Like this dude is not a good basketball player. He he gets rebounds, but he's big. He's not a rim protector at all. You will quickly learn that he's not a good defensive player. Uh, he gives you nothing offensively. Like that good dude's free throw pursuit as shooting is terrible. His field goal percentage around the rim is bad. You do not want Andre Drummond. Unfortunately, that may be the last remaining name that makes sense, or at least where they head towards. So, um, you know, if if, if the offseason literally is Gallo and uh, Andre Drummond as uh, there are a couple of names that KC floated today on his piece and I don't think he necessarily just floated them randomly um, if, if that is the off season then uh, <laughs> oh I'm going to be frustrated particularly if it means we're going to be under the under the, the tax line and those sorts of things so uh, yeah I don't want anything to do with Drummond anyone in the comments mentioning that uh, you know I say that respectfully but um, it's a bad bad idea I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I have to jump down Mark's throat real quick here, Will. I, the the kind the kind thing I said about Drummond on Twitter earlier today is that I wouldn't completely hate it as a very cheap backup big. And somebody in my replies said exactly what you just did, which is uh, it's Tristan Thompson 2.0. That is disgustingly disrespectful to Andre Drummond, who let's not forget is a full time All Star. Andre he Drummond stinks. has two all-star appearances. How many? I don't care if he's got 19. Have? I don't care, mate. Uh, I don't care what, what, what he was in years past. It doesn't matter. What, what is he now? A guy that can barely play and finish games. He, he's, he, he's not I a good mean, player. He's not a, he's, he's, he's not a, yeah, he's not a good player. I'll just say it as that. Like, there's no, there's no metric at all that suggests that Andre Drummond is good for any reasonable amount of minutes at all. Particularly, and I guarantee this will happen. If the Bulls sign Andre Drummond in the same way you know he's playing Tristan next Thompson. to Vooch. You know it. They're going too big. <laughs> no, but you know no what way. happened last year There's when, no when uh, freaking, um, what's his name? Tristan Thompson signed with the Bulls. No. There was Bulls fans no. clamoring for this dude to finish games against above Vooch. The, the same thing, thing is going to happen I'm with Drummond. The only issue with is the comp to Tristan. I'm preempting this, and that's why it's, I hate it. <laughs> it is, it is dis- uh, Dude, I get it. I don't think Drummond is a great option. I don't even think he's a good option. If he is the well, here's this result. I will I will not be happy. I cannot tolerate the he's the exact same player as Tristan Thompson because that's disrespectful to Andre Drummond. That's how much Bulls fans should be mad. You are the one who hates and parades around your hate for Tristan in that move. Do not compare those two players. One of them like so, and like some oh, oh Tristan he's a champion you know finals experience cool. Be- peak peak better player Drummond and it's not 
anywhere close. Peak, different story. I'm not talking about peak. Anyways, get off Tristan. What's his name? I was going to call him Tristan Drummond. Tristan <laughs> <laughs> Drummond and Andre. There's a guy in the chat here saying that Drummond had a 21 PER last season. Do you know who else had a really good PER before the Bulls signed him? Cristiano Felicio. He had a 16 PER. So, like, PER ain't all of that. But there's another guy in here. Ta- PER is just box, at the numbers. It's, it's <laughs> just a on. box score. It's like a compilation of raw box score. And he's always been able to just grab a ton of rebounds and get good box score stats. But uh, Stefan today sent me when that started a highlight, I should say a low light reel of Tristan Thompson <laughs> making behind the back pass or not Tristan Thompson. See, this is what you've done to me. See what they've done. Of Andre what Drummond, Drummond making behind the back <laughs> passes like multiple games where he's just throwing it off of guys, like throwing it out of bounds. It just does not end well. He had the play where he like got the steal and did the peace sign while he was running. And there was another one where he just like walks up the court, tries to go get a post up, doesn't get the ball and then walks to half court and then just walks to the bench. Yeah, man. He's a low IQ player with zero murder. He stinks. He stinks. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, Woj just tweeted the figures for Gary Harris. Uh, going to orlando Mm -hmm. two years 26 13 Mm. mil annually Mm. for gary harris good for him good for him yeah that's and that's more than the bulls could have spent on him so yeah fine that one at least mathematically you're like okay the bulls could not mathematically pay that and not because they don't want to go into the tax. I am, I'm, I just loop back around to being mad about Hartenstein again. <laughs> I am mad about Hartenstein for the fourth time since they tweeted that he was going to the Knicks. The Knicks. What? <sighs> yeah, that, that wow. one really. Now we've arrived really at Charles asking if Cousins yeah. is available. I assume you mean Demarcus Cousins, Boogie, who, like, after people declared Cousins for dead, came in and played some pretty meaningful minutes this season. But, like, this is where we are in free agency. And, yes, it's only two and a half hours in, but this is where we are. Mm. And this is why it's frustrating that there weren't any immediate – like, I remember a couple of years ago when Garden Packs just signed Sadoransky and Thad, like, two seconds into free agency. And I was like, okay, cool, they did something. Mm. But, I'm, I don't know, that's better than doing nothing. Yeah, and also, again, it's always with, better than doing nothing with Lonzo Caruso and DeMar happening. And so they all didn't happen in the first few hours. You know, Lonzo's the one that happened right away that got right. them caught uh, for tampering. Right. Uh, and then Caruso shortly after that. And then DeMar third. Hmm. It's it's like it's like we're all kids whose parents got them 40 awesome presents on Christmas morning last year's Christmas. And then this Christmas, they were like, what did you expect? 40 more presents this year? <laughs> No, we front-loaded the presents. (laughs) Things are tight this year, and you get a fresh, juicy orange for Christmas. And that fresh, (laughs) juicy orange is... I, I don't know. We don't even... we. There's no orange. We don't even get an orange. Packed with vitamin C. The gift that keeps on giving is that orange. Get some athletic greens for Christmas. Get some athletic greens for Christmas, guys. Yes. Use the promo code CHGO Bulls. Yes, do it that way. Um, all right. Well, so we've been going for about 90 minutes here. And Mark, I know you got to head out uh, momentarily. So uh, we're, we're going to call it for now. And we just talked for 90 minutes and the Bulls did not do a damn thing. So that's fun. But we're going to come back tomorrow. 
um, late morning. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. There it is. See our completely untainted Bulls free agency tracker graphic that we had Joey prepare for us. And it is it's just... supposed to be uh, on the left, name on the right, contract details. And right. there's just nothing. Nothing. Just nothing. Hopefully, time. we will come back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. and start to get an idea and a picture of how that might be filled in. So we'll be back 11 a.m. Chicago time, Central time, Friday to pick up where we are leaving off here um, as the Bulls move into day two of NBA free agency and look around and say, wow, not much left, huh? Uh, parting thoughts from, from everybody. Uh, Big Dave, I'll start with you. Um, yeah, it's a little disappointing that nothing occurred because we were doing this show and it'd be nice to talk about a move that they made. But like I keep saying, it's still time for them to do something and to get someone. And yeah, that's all I could really rock on right now. Bless your heart, <laughs> Will. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's disappointing that they weren't willing to match deals like Hartenstein. Um, I I will be disappointed if they don't go into the tax. I think we've documented that pretty well at this point. Uh, they need to do that. They need to find a way to get better. I'm not saying that I'm I'm still giving them time to to make a move that helps them get better. But I think they absolutely need to do that. Mark. Well, look, guys, when I woke up this morning, what I was really looking forward to was the bull signing a six foot ten, uh, 34 year old Italian. That was definitely what I had on the uh, on the cards. <laughs> um, so uh, from that perspective, I'm just living the dream right now. So I, I can't wait for that to happen. And I hope you guys do an emergency podcast. Assuming that happens in like today, <laughs> I'm, I'm available for an emergency podcast. Like I can't wait to discuss Danilo Gallinari and uh, Andre Drummond or Tristan Drummond. So um, fingers crossed that happens. <laughs> I think it's Andre Thompson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm somewhere between trying to keep myself patient and logical and also really kind of ticked off right now. Um, pay the damn luck. In AK, we trust. In AK, we trust. Hey, man, I got, I got no issues with AK and Eversley. Pat's 21 in August. Woohoo! There you go. Oh, I'm, I'm out. I've, I've had enough. <laughs> Mark's had enough. Even his fake uh, optimism drained him. <laughs> love you, Bulls Nation. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for the super chats. We appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up button underneath the video if you enjoyed this today. We appreciate it. It does a lot for us here at CHGO. Um, shout out to our producer and our guy, Joey, who had had that Matt Thomas tribute ready to go. Uh, Will is on Twitter at Will Gottlieb. Follow him. Keep up with him for the latest. Hmm. Big Dave is at Bowby at WL Sports. Mark MK Hoops on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CSU underscore Bulls. Mm-hmm. We will see you tomorrow, Friday, 11 a.m. Chicago time, right back here on our CSU Sports YouTube channel. Until then, love and appreciation. Pay the damn luxury tax. See you, Red. Be good.